but I really want to get your, your ideas and some thoughts on some things, and we're going to talk about investing, okay? Uh, be ready, though. We are going to be moving around today. Like, you're not going to stay in the same seat every, the entire class. You're going to be moving every couple seconds, or every couple minutes. So, what do you guys think of when I, when I ask investing? What do you think of that?
your investment is also known as your side hustle. You need to have a side hustle. That, that is your that is your thing. You know, I, didn't, I said side hustle, not side person. Okay, that's not that's not that's not what we're referring to. Okay, I'll see what your side hustle. Your side hustle for those of you right now, you, you are a student. Other people they have full time jobs. Uh, some of you also have part time jobs. Your side hustle is the thing you do that works on you, that builds up your brand, that builds your skills, that builds your uh, opportunities in the future. You, you might not be able to dedicate a full eight hour uh, work day to it because you just don't have that capability, but you do have the ability to dedicate an hour or two every day to your side hustle, okay? And the goal is that side hustle becomes the main hustle that you have. That side hustle builds to be your full-time job someday, full-time career, full-time business. That should be your goal. So you need to have a side hustle. And guess what? Some, some of you are having that side hustle right now. I'm, I'm making you almost have a side hustle with blogs, podcasts, channels, uh, social media. Like That's your side hustle to create your opportunities. But what other side hustles might you have? Think of that as well. Uh, you've got to have a side hustle. That, that's your opportunity to grow and invest in yourself to become better. If you're in school, you have certain classes you have to take. You have to take science, you have to take math, you have to take history, you have to take those, okay? But your side hustle is something that you choose to do because you're passionate about it, you love it, and you want to invest more and more time into it. So you, you do that on the side of your main hustle, which is right now being a student, um, maybe being on a sports team, maybe having a part-time job. So have that idea of what your side hustle is. Think about it. What can you have as your side hustle? Wait for it. The dream is free. The side hustle is sold separately. Everyone has a dream. I, I, I don't know anybody who walks in these halls or in life that says I don't have a I don't have a dream to better or do something or impact the world in some way. Everyone has a dream, I think, and I firmly believe that. But the side hustle to get that dream, to make it a reality, that doesn't come cheap. That isn't free. People got to invest in that and take time to invest in it. And those who don't will never make that dream become a reality. They won't. But if you invest in it, you invest in the time, you invest in the money, you invest in the, the getting the knowledge and skills, now we can make it a reality. This is a, a true stat I pulled from the internet. One in two millennials and one in four baby boomers have a side hustle. I think that number should grow, but a lot of people have it. Some of you have it, you don't know it yet. Uh, there's people who probably have that side hustle that they haven't labeled it side hustle yet, but it's going on in their life. Somebody who's like, you know what? I'm gonna start building an online business. And it's not my full-time gig, but it's something I do want to build up so that eventually I can leave the full-time job I don't like right now. I want to get out of that. I don't like working at uh, the place I'm at. So I'll build up my small side hustle eventually, and it takes over to be my main hustle. Uh, the pros of it, you can make more money. That's not the full, uh, full reason you should be doing a side hustle. It's not always about the money, but that can be a benefit. Because if you're doing a regular job and you're doing a side hustle to build some extra income, hey, why not, right? I don't think anybody's going to say, you know what, I don't want more money. I don't want more opportunity to help somebody else out. 
So that's a benefit. You build new skills with your side hustle. Because you, you're trying to be artistic, you're trying to be creative, you're trying to figure things out. So you're building new skills by working on that side hustle. You're also uh, working on your creativity. And designing a business card and logo, that impacts your creativity because you gotta figure it out, you gotta work with it. Uh, that's gonna help you later on in life when you can say, hey, I go to a job and I've built things online. I've done digital designs. I, I've created uh, a graphic design I can use for social media. Uh, as a logo. Hey, guess what? That's a skill that you now bring to the table to a job. Okay? You, you have it now. Because you did it this week. You have that skill. You can tell somebody, I built my own logo. I built my own business card. I know how to work those uh, online photoshops. Maybe not as good as Hunter, but I know how to work that creativeness. Okay? And also, the pro of your side hustle is doing what you love. You should be passionate about your side hustle. You should want to get home or get back from your job or school and say, I can't wait to work on this tonight because this is my side hustle and this is what I love to do. Okay? Now the cons, be very honest with you. Why don't you add an extra 10 hours or so a week to your stuff? Because right now you're a student. You go to school from 7.55 to 3.15. Some of you are then on sports teams or you have a part-time job or you have family commitments. You have this long laundry list of things you are a part of. But now we got to add that side hustle got to add time to dedicate and dedicate to building that up. So that's an extra one, two hours a day over the course of a week, 10 hours or so um, on top of your 40-day work week or your, you know, however long school and work week. Yeah, that's a con. And some people will stop there and say, you know what, it's not worth it to me. I don't want to invest in myself that much. I don't want to give up more time. I don't want to dedicate more work time to building myself up to become better. But then listen to what you just said. I, I don't want to give up time to invest in myself and make myself better. So I think it's worth it. But it does come with a price of some time. It certainly does. Uh, you have to be willing to dedicate uh, time and effort to that side hustle, most definitely. brings you some extra income, especially if you're like, you know what, I need some more income, maybe the, the job you have isn't paying what you want it to be, so that side hustle allows you to maybe pay some bills, make some ends meet, um, do some extra things, take an extra trip, or buy that next pair of shoes that come out because you have that side money coming in now, that extra money coming in. It also helps you with job security because, let's be honest, it's a tough world. People are losing their jobs uh, all over. And not because always performance reasons. Sometimes, yes, it is performance reasons, but sometimes it's just budget cuts or downsizing. Someone today will go into work on a Friday and be called into their boss's office, and the boss will say, sorry, we're going to let you go. You just have to downsize. You have to make some cuts. Somebody today will probably be in that position uh, at any hustle. Okay, so what's yours? Is it a part-time job right now? Is it a part-time job that's going to help you in the long run? Again, I'm, I'm all for having a part-time job, but think about it. If you could have a part-time job uh, that gets you into, into the door to maybe learn some things, get some skills that helps you down the road, that would really help you. Yeah, I have a, a, one guy I know, and he's, he's in high school, just like you. He's getting a job, part-time job at the Lifeplex. He 
He's going to be a, like a custodian. He's cleaning up things. He's not doing any of the, the organizing, the management of the, the building and, and how things are going to be run there. He's not doing anything like that at all. But he would like to one day. And right now, he can say, you know what? I'm being a custodian, cleaning things up. But I'm also in a position where I can see how this works. I can learn from the people who do have the position I want to have someday. And having a part-time job that's crappy right now, but in the long run, is going to give me potential opportunities. So think of that. Maybe you can get a part-time job that is in an area that you want to eventually go into that builds up some skills for yourself. Is it a hobby? Find your hobby, turn it into a profit. I'm going to give you some examples of people who did that. But hey, why not? Take your hobby, the things you love to do, and make some extra money off of it. Why not? Why not? Find a way to create an online business. It's, you can do it. It's, it's easy. And you might say, well, it's hard, but it's easier than it was five, ten years ago, okay? Think about how you can turn your money or your hobby into some profit. And then in turn, that takes your dreams, that takes your goals that you have for yourselves, and it makes it a reality by investing in your, your brain, investing in your side hustle, investing in you. Own domain name. So that's why I invested that money. 
for you that might look different. It might mean buying a microphone. It might mean buying a, a better camera. It might mean buying some things that get you um, some more knowledge, going to a seminar, hearing somebody talk, buying, uh, you know, whatever it might be to grow you. Be very cautious with what you spend your money on. Because what you invest your money on, it says a lot about you. You can tell a lot of per a lot about a person who, um, who and who they are based on what they spend their money on. So be very careful. And the third thing that you can invest in for yourself is energy and effort. You have to. You have to invest energy and you have to invest effort into yourself. If you don't, you will get a mediocre outcome. You have to. So you invest full effort, not half effort. You invest max energy, whatever you have left at the end of your day when you're working on your side hustle. You invest that into yourself. Okay? Because you know the great benefits that could come if you do go all out with the effort and energy. Three things that you need to invest in yourself and your brand as you grow to make it what you want it to be. Okay? You, you have to. Anticipation building, anticipation building, anticipation building. Five, four, three, two, one. So, Jocko Wilnick, he's a former U.S. Navy SEAL. Um, he's, a, he's a big time guy, has his own podcast. I encourage you to, to listen to what he has to say. He has this thing called discipline equals freedom. That's his hard work mentality. What about you? What's your definition of hard work? How do you define hard work? Everyone have an answer. Yes, honey. satisfied. You look at it, whatever you did, and say, I don't have any regrets. Yes? Um, you dedicate yourself to 100%. 100% dedication. How do you guys define hard work? Putting in the hours to something worthwhile. Putting in the hours, putting in the time. Yeah. And worthwhile being a key word there, too. You're not, you, you work hard. Hard work is something you do on something that's worthwhile, not meaningless. What do you think? How do you define hard work? Challenges you. Yeah? That's a good 
definition. Effort. It's not easy. Hard work isn't isn't just a gimme, but it has a great benefit at the end. Because there's a leprechaun ready to dance over some lucky charms at the end of the, at the end of the race. I would say that might be. Yes. We think what? Definition of hard work. Here's my definition of what I was thinking of when I thought of hard work. Disciplined effort or limits, both mental and physical, because let's be honest, when we're working hard, it's not just always testing us physically, it's testing us mentally, sometimes more than physically. Like sometimes we do things, and physically we are capable of doing whatever it is, but mentally it's a huge challenge to fight through it, to finish it, and be like, I gotta get this done. You know, I know I can create whatever this is. I know I can build this. I know I can do the, the assignment. But mentally, i got to finish it. i got to figure a lot of way to get through. So disciplined effort or limits, mental and physical, are pushed to the limits, to your limits. Not, not underneath those limits, but pushed to the limits. Like, it's like the, 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 the odometer is like hitting back and forth because it's like, i got to keep going. I'm going as far as I can. I'm going to max. Okay. And then you have set expectations towards reaching a goal. Disciplined effort meaning it has to be consistent. It has to be, uh, there has to be time dedicated to it. I don't say discipline as in a negative meaning. Like, we got a drill sergeant yelling over your shoulder. That's not what I'm referring to. Discipline effort is in, tonight this is what I'm going to get done. Or this afternoon or this class period today, I'm going to get this done. This weekend, I'm going to get this done. Again, testing your limits mentally and physically and pushing it to the max. The max that you have. We all have different maxes, I get it, but whatever your max is, you're working up to it and trying to surpass it. And then uh, it's set expectations and set actions towards a, a goal. The goal might be finishing a homework assignment. The goal might be um, making some extra money. The goal might be to get the job. The goal might be fill, whatever, fill in the blank. So there isn't like this big goal at the end of the, the tunnel that you have to reach. It could be as simple as the homework assignment you want to get done, and you got to get done, and you got to work as hard as you can to mentally and physically push through those barriers to get it done. So that that's kind of my definition. I, it's always a working definition, but you have now set yourself a standard of what hard work is to you, and that's why you got to think of those things when you decide uh, what hard work is. <laughs> So the choice, real quick, you have a choice. You have a choice to invest in yourself and make yourself better. You do, not me. You have the choice. And you, every day, every hour, every second, make the choice to improve yourself, to invest in yourself, or to not invest in yourself and make yourself better. You are making that choice. No one else can make it for you. So many people want to blame, complain, defend, and say it's somebody else's fault. Somebody else is not allowing me to uh, get better. That's just point fingers, and that will not get you anywhere in life. Mm -hmm. 
So you need to make the choice. And a lot of times, guess what? We don't make it consciously, but we make this subconscious choice of I'm not going to invest in myself. I'm not going to help myself become better. We subconsciously make it. And it might be of, hey, I reply to the text and say I'm going to go out with friends tonight. Well, you didn't necessarily have a choice right in front of you to say I'm going to help myself get better or I'm not going to help myself get better. But by giving your time to other things, you made the choice to not get yourself better, to not invest in yourself. So, I mean, if, if so you, you have... Can't go out or no, I'm not saying you can't, but, but, but you're making a choice then if you have a bunch of free time to say, you know what, I'm going to choose to do it doing this and not choose to do it and invest in myself and make myself better. You, you aren't necessarily going in front and saying, I'm definitely going to make myself worse by, and not help myself get better by making this decision to go out with friends. But you made that choice subconsciously. You did. You have a choice every single day, every single minute, every single hour to either get yourself better, to invest in yourself, or to not. You do. You make that choice. And you are confronted with that choice. Sometimes you literally have the, the choice presented to you. Hey, do you want to get better or do you not want to get better? Sometimes it's as easy as that, but sometimes it's kind of hidden in smaller things in life. Again, what are you going to do with the free time you have this weekend? What are you going to do um, when you are given you know, a $50 check from grandma for your birthday and you're like, well, I could spend it on this or I could spend it on this thing over here that would really help me and benefit me and invest in my own self and invest in my future. You make that decision. You make that decision. You have that choice. And I think you know where I stand with that choice, but I can't make the choice for you. No one can make the choice for you. Your parents can't make the choice for you. You have to make the choice for yourself. Am I going to invest in myself and get better? Or am I going to take the choice of, you know what, I, I don't want to get better. And that's literally what you're telling yourself. You look in the mirror and say, you know what, I'm going to make the choice to not get better, to not make myself uh, more talented, smarter, skilled. Like that, That's what you would say to yourself. And that sounds weird. It sounds weird to say to yourself. Like Imagine telling yourself, you know what, I'm not going to get better. I don't want to make myself get better. Like, what? You have a choice. Make the one that's going to help you grow. Um, make that decision. Madeline, you can't jump the gun. You can't jump the gun. Five, four, three, two, one, Hustle. zero. So you've probably seen this phrase on t-shirts. Hustle, grind, work, repeat. That, that's, that's part of it. That's the cycle sometimes of life. Okay. Now you need three things to really and truly make it in our world today, and, and that's part of your brand. You, but you need three things: you need to work hard, you need to work smart, and you need to work consistent. You need all three of those to make it in whatever it is you want to make it in and to be successful. Why? Because you can't just work hard and work smart. Because that means you're not working consistently. You're not putting the, the necessary time um, you know, over the course of a week and over the course of a day to get better. It's like somebody who goes and works out once and says, man, I'm, I'm on my way to getting a six-pack. Like, sure you are. You just worked out once. Like, you've got to work consistently over and over and over again to make it uh, successful. So you can't just have these two and be successful. You can't just work hard and work consistently and put your nose to the grindstone and just go, 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 go and be successful because you will wear yourself down. You will not work effectively. 
you will go things in a wrong, probably, manner because you're not working smart. So you can't just do work hard and work consistently and make it and be successful. And I think it goes pretty much without saying. You can't work smart and work consistent and leave out working hard and make it. I think it goes without saying that you can't, you can't leave out working hard and expect to make it. You need all three of these, all three of them to make it. You truly do. You need to work hard by your definition that you gave. You need to work smart, you know, efficiently, uh, effectively. What are you doing? Is it have a purpose to it? And then you need to work consistently. There needs to be time that's set and dedicated to you improving yourself. And it can't just be once every so often. It has to be consistent. And if you want the definition of consistent, well, look it up. But I think you guys know what consistent means. You've got to be all three of those if you really want to make it and be successful. You have to. All right? Two, things that, two more things I want to share with you. Five, four, three, two, one, so if you're going to invest yourself, I, there's plenty of things. Each one of you could create a list that's probably really long of ways you can help yourself and benefit yourself and grow yourself. You, you each could create that list. Here's four things I encourage you to add on to that list. Develop your skills. Whatever skills you have, and you are all talented, whether you believe it or not. You all have great skills, whether you believe it or not, because I do. You need to develop those. Okay? Don't try to develop the skills that Mackenzie has because you don't have those photography skills. Don't try to develop the skills that Sarah has because you don't have Sarah's skills. You have your own skills. Develop those skills. Develop them. Dedicate time. Dedicate resources to develop those skills and make them grow and become better. Okay? Second, explore your creativity. Explore the creativity. that You have to. Expand your limits. You don't know what you are capable of until you put forth some effort and try it out. You don't know what you're capable of in terms of building an online digital brand unless you just say, hey, I'm going to see what I can do. I'm going to work and trial and error and fail and just keep working until I create something that works for me. So explore your creativity. Don't stay where you're at. Don't. That is limiting you and your uh, abilities. Third, help your mind and your body. Nurture it. Okay? You have to take care of this. That's why we talk about mental health. You have to. If you don't take care of this, it's going to affect your ability to make a good investment yourself. Okay? And you have to take care of your body, you have to feed it, you have to make sure it's ready to go because this is the only body you will ever have. And I mean yours, like you don't have mine. Okay? I mean, this is the only body you will ever have. Okay? You better make sure you, you take care of it. There's a reason they, they say the CEOs, some of the best, most successful CEOs are the people that exercise on a regular basis because there's something tied into their successful business and their CEO status and being able to help their body maintain their physical health. So you have to nurture your mind and your body. And fourth, you have to self-educate. Um, Hunter will remember this because at the CDC last year we had a former pro basketball player, I'm forgetting his name, played at Kentucky, um, played with, played on Hornets, played, played for a couple of teams. Um, but he came and talked at our CDC, he was our keynote speaker. And he said, man, one of the best things you can do for yourself is self-education. Yes, you got to have school education. You have to. Okay, you got to learn history. You got to learn math. You got to learn science. You have to do that while you're here. But the biggest thing you can do for yourself is self-educate. That's, that's the biggest thing you can do for yourself and your own success. So that might mean going to find a book 
that's worthwhile for you and your skills and your growth opportunities. That might mean going up on Gary Vee's YouTube channel or other people's YouTube channel and watching a couple minute videos of what he would say to you, what advice he would give, or tutorials on how to do this or that based on your own career interests. It might mean going to pay to go to a conference and seminar, hear people speak who might be able to impact your life and make you better. Whatever that is, self-education is super key. You have to. You have to self-educate yourself. And you will always be learning um, for the rest of your life. You, learning doesn't stop once you walk across the stage as a senior in June. Learning just starts. You will always have to self-educate. And if you don't self-educate, you will be behind everyone who is. And they will always be growing and you will be staying here. A great quote, and I'm going to kind of modify it is, um, I love telling it to, to athletes, is somewhere, somewhere right now, someone is working. Whether it be uh, in their skill, in their sport, in their job, um, in their education, someone somewhere right now, around the country, around the world, is working. I guarantee it. If you aren't doing anything, if you're just, I'm going to sit around in class and not pay attention, or I'm going to not use the weekend, or I'm not going to use my evenings, and you're going to sit around, and guess what's going to happen? When you and that person meet, when you and that person go into the same job interview, when you and that person are up for the same scholarship, they will win. They will get the job. They will get the money. Not you. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Somewhere, someone right now is putting in some work, some hard work. Their definition might be even more bigger than yours. Somewhere, someone who's putting in that work. And if you aren't, they will win when you guys go head to head. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So think about what you're doing to invest in yourself, to grow yourself and make yourself better. And I'm going to show you some examples here in about... <laughs> Jumping again. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Blanking out. Glad you can talk to you. It was like in the, it was in the early 2000s. Oh, so he, he's not like a fresh retired guy. He's an older guy. Okay. It's gonna bug me. It's gonna bug me too. I'll, I'll find it, but it was it was really cool. He, he took pictures with everybody. He was really like a guard or a big guard. I mean guard, but he was six 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 seven. Uh, yeah. that, that's that's the size those guys have. Here's some examples, okay, of, of people that you might not know, but. Uh, that became millionaires before the age of 20. How old are you, Josh? 16. 16. How old are you, Emily? 17. 17. Think of that. In a span of a couple years, some people became millionaires. This guy, his name is Adam Horwitz. When he was 15, he decided his goal would be to make his first million before he turned 21. That was his goal. We got some 15-year-olds, their goal is to, to eat a Taco Bell burrito and get their money, get their parents to pay for it over the weekend. Like, that's their goal. Like, I just want to have a Taco Bell burrito. His goal at the age of 15 was, I'm going to make my first million by the time I'm 21 years old. He did. So he challenged himself to do that, and he developed this mobile monopoly um, type mobile marketing scheme, this mobile marketing digital campaign where people invest in it and use it and put it on their websites and channels. And he reached his goal, and he didn't give his actual income, but his anonymous 
uh, income per month is six figures. And so six figures is a lot of money. He's bringing six figures in annually, not not yearly, like annually, monthly, biweekly, based on what he created. This guy, Cameron Johnson. By the time he was 11, Johnson's knack for creating greeting cards had earned him thousands. Greeting cards, nothing like profound, nothing world-altering. Greeting cards, okay? He took that concept with his brand. And, and he had his leverage to start his own business. So he started this website called surfingprizes.com. Build up his own website, his own brand. And that was his investment strategy with a toolbar service um, to put on websites that rakes him about $350,000 per month. $350,000 per month. When he was a high school senior, he was worth at least a million. High school senior. So, you all are juniors and seniors. When he was a senior in high school, he was worth about a million. Because he invested in his brand, his idea of greeting cards, nothing big and profound, but he invested in it by creating his own website, by creating a marketing campaign, all while he was in school. He's doing pretty well for himself. This girl, Madison. Madison flip-flop girl. Madison Robinson, and a 15-year-old Robinson created her company called Fish Flops. Again, Flip-flops, nothing world-altering, but we all have cool, fancy flip-flops with fish on them, right? Um, so she originally started only selling flip-flops with teen-centric designs, designs that she created. So she went and started designing, trying to, to create a digital design, probably had to do some things on a computer and then put it out on shoes. Um, she did that, and soon she branched out to include her own apparel. So she said, I'm starting here, but I'm going to grow my brand. I'm going to invest in what I've got here, because I think it has something there. So she did apparel and a complimentary app. She went digital. She created a digital footprint for herself and her company. She's earning $1 million in sales, and she did so before she could even drive. Before she could drive a vehicle, which is the age of 16, she was bringing in a million dollars with her company for flip-flops. Because she decided, I'm gonna invest in it, I'm gonna grow it to other apparel, I'm gonna grow it to be an app, I'm gonna grow it to be a website. She kept investing in it. She didn't just say, I'm gonna sell flip-flops and that'll be it, like I'm never gonna put anything more into it. She did, and now you see what she came up from. Now, some of you video game people, you might know this guy, I did it, so I did some research. Hunter's waving his head like, you know, who is he? Captain Sparkles. Yes, it is. So Captain Sparkles, I was like, what in the world? Um, so Captain Sparkles, when he was 15, uh, no, excuse me, when he was, no, he was, he was a little bit older, but obviously not 20 yet. He was a pro gamer, and he began posting how-to videos on YouTube, and he expanded that his channel to offer, like, detailed game instructions of how to play video games. Something that some of you are thinking about doing, like how-to videos, uh, doing YouTube videos, talking, uh, having commentary, a blog, having social media accounts, putting out information. He decided to expand it that way and invest in his uh, channel. He is one of the highest earning YouTubers today, worth more than how many million you think? 12, 5, it's close. 8. 8 million. Not bad for a YouTuber doing how-to videos on video game instruction and uh, tutorial videos. So when some of you are like, you know what, I really don't want to invest in my idea for this blog or my idea for uh, my channel or my whatever account. 
And some of you are like, yeah, I don't really see the benefit. Well, again, I'm not guaranteeing that if you put the time and effort into it, you will get eight million. But I am saying you have zero chance of getting the success and getting whatever that money value comes along with it if you don't invest in yourself and you don't invest in the brain. He did. He expanded. He grew it. He built it up. And now that's what he does. So you have the ability to do that, but you have to invest the time and the resources and the knowledge to, to do it. You can do it. You can. You can. Uh, there is an online dating consultant, Side Hustle. I want to make sure I mention this, but there is a service for online dating consultant that people do as their side hustle, as their brand. So this one girl named Virginia Roberts, she started this place called The Heartographer, and she charges a whopping $200 an hour for one-on-one -on -one coaching to help people with their Tinder, OkCupid, uh, Coffee Meets Bagel profiles. I kid you not. 200 bucks an hour. That, that's a, it's a good side hustle. It works though. Huh? It works though. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if she's not charging 200 bucks, if, she, if people weren't willing to pay 200 bucks, and some of you would be like, ah, I don't know if I want to charge people for my services, but trust me, people will pay. People will pay to have a nice photographer, McKenzie. I guarantee you that much. I said a wedding. I know. Okay. It, it, it's, it's for your side hustles. You invest in it. You create that ability to have that um, brand investment. Watch out. Watch out for yourself. Because you can. You can do it. Okay, you can do it.